And we're live. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite truck driver in the whole wide world. Next truck driver, Bitcoin Ben, and his partner in crypto laptops, Patrick. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? Good morning, Ben. How are you? Two days in a row out of the... Uh, out of the dungeon? Out of the dungeon, as they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure last night you were at home in the dungeon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. As you can tell, guys, it's Friday. So I'm wearing the pink banana shirt that apparently blends in with my green screen pretty well. It does, and there's no green in that shirt whatsoever. I know, there's no green, but yet the yellow will let the green... Is yellow a shade of green? Uh, no, but green is a combination of yellow and blue. Oh. See, I don't know. I... I I just like the shirt because sure. when you ride the little bus like me, when you're getting off, when you're getting off the bus, I don't rely on the flashers. You know, I I need a shirt where the cars like passing by are definitely going to see me and watch out for me uh, as. I walk across the street, you know, little boss problems. But uh, how uh, how was your evening last night? Pretty good. Um, it, it wasn't bad. I was doing some work. Um, I sent some uh, some emails out to folks on our uh, Mac list that we have been. Um, uh, accumulating over time. Obviously, we've had a number of folks say, hey, if you get this thing in a Mac, we'll gladly participate. So I was sending uh, notes out to them and getting caught up on some other stuff um, and setting call schedules for today and next week. Um, so there wasn't an awful lot of downtime, but it was it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. No. And it was an air conditioning. It was hotter than a hooker on nickel night last night. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. It, it, it's, I got to bring this up. Did you see how Mark Cuban got wrecked in that DeFi? <laughs> oh, and now, and now he's claiming he's, he's screaming for regulation? Yeah. Regulate. Yeah. Somebody regulate. I got. I, I completely. I got, it I, got pink asked. I got pink asked, and I need somebody to help me get my money back. Somebody's going to pay. Damn it! Wait till I get my dad. It went from sixty-one dollars to literally almost zero. <laughs> now, 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 if nothing else proves that this knucklehead knows jack shit about cryptos, I think this is it. I don't want to hear anybody in the media ever freaking point. Corey, 
a Mark Cuban as some icon of crypto. This was, this was his Darwinian moment. I mean, oh, if, God, yeah. if nothing else, it says, you have been called from the herd. Yes. It, it just goes to show you, just because you're rich don't mean you're smart. Right, right. And he was bitching and complaining and just, you know, this is why. Uh, well, that's his, that's his gift. That's his gift. We need regulation. Yeah. See, yeah. rich people are, are all like pro, you know, freedom until they lose money. Right. And they're like, uh, you know, Chairman Mao wasn't that bad. <laughs> he does say, he does blame himself, though, for being lazy. Hey, here's the quote. Yeah. Here's the quote from uh, Cointelegraph. Uh, the thing about DeFi plays like this is that it's all about revenue and math. And I was too lazy to do the math to determine what the key metrics were. Well, okay. But, you know, if he didn't, if he didn't rub his own nose in it, everybody else would have. And they still are. Oh, it's, it. I have nothing against Mark Cuban. I do. Um, <laughs> in fact, he has an assistant that I met at World CryptoCon a few years ago. And him and I were actually talking about projects that like Mark was involved in and, and super nice guy. And he, he, he said that Mark is actually a pretty nice guy when it's like one-on-one, -on -one. but you know, I, I don't have a problem with Mark Cuban because he, he plays his part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, my, my issue with him is that his asshole tank is always full. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's his, persona on television. You well, know, he, it might be, but he just got a hot cup of shut the fuck up served up, and I don't know if he's going to understand that. Well, and I'm not saying that Mark Cuban's like flying around heaven handing out fucking gold, but obviously because his gold went to shit. It's, it's just kind of humorous how, how the media has like held him up and had him on shows and he's actually talking cryptos, you know, DeFi and all. But yet, and I'm glad he recognizes that he didn't do his own research, you know, that's rule number one in any investing. You know, you got to do your own research or you're literally reliant on someone else's opinion and you have no idea like what type of, uh, of agenda 
that that other person might have. And so, Mark, do your own research. All right, I do want to do some quick bragging real quick. And I know, I know, I'm not much of a bragger. (laughs) All right, here we go. On, oh, wait a ah, on the ProCoin News, my wife's article showed up on ProCoin News. For those of you that don't know, my wife writes a weekly uh, blog called Kelly's Corner, and Pro. Coin News actually picked it up, and it's right here. It's linked with my website, which is BitcoinBin.io. El Salvador, Bitcoin Trendsetter. This is actually a very, very awesome article. And I'm not just saying that because she is a controller of the BJ's. All right. I'm I'm saying that because genuine don't laugh, Patrick, you know it's true. <laughs> I'm saying that because it is genuinely Did you get a coffee mug that says that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife, the holder of the BJ's <coughs> is it it's an awesome article. I and she nails it with like historical facts of uh, of not only why El Salvador actually did what they did, but the historical and even like the economical reasons for why they did it. She did a great job, great job, honey. All right, now, this guy is literally wearing the crown of cryptos right now. For those of you who don't know who this guy is, this guy is Michael Saylor. He, uh, he's the CEO and founder Uh, and the longest-running CEO of a publicly traded company around. He's been CEO for like 19 or 20 years. Or no, longer than that since like 1989 or something. A long time. All right. From $1 asset to a hundred trillion network. Everything we've, everything we learned about the Bitcoin Mining Council from Michael Saylor's Twitter space. You've got to listen to what this guy is talking about. He is absolutely dead on with his 
ideas for mining the Bitcoin. There is energy generated all over the planet all the time, whether it's waterfalls, whether... Geothermal. Huh? Geothermal. Right, like volcanoes and, and, and all that. What he's explaining is we could literally put power plants out in the middle of nowhere and generate power to solely mine the Bitcoin. Now, what that does is it, it actually captures that energy and then places it into a currency network. This is this is energy trapped in a currency network, and that network rep, uh, that energy creates the Bitcoin. The Bitcoin has value. That rate that value is then sold into the economy. So listen to me on this, and this is unbelievably revolutionary. You create economic energy without direct human labor on a level of relevance. If that cryptocurrency mining facility generates $250 million a year worth of actual Bitcoin, and the labor cost and the production cost of the energy is almost nearly nothing because Prior to this, prior to the creation of Bitcoin, any uh, energy facility had to have humans around it because energy generated and then pushed through and, uh, wires and all that. You have... You can only ship energy about maybe 400 to 500 miles before the loss of energy at the end of that wire is no longer profitable from the generation of the electricity. Now, with this and Bitcoin, you don't have to place energy uh, creation facilities solely near human cities. You can literally create a smaller power plant and just run mining facility for that is that is a three PCs one map 
Ed Ferguson deal. All right. And that generation of the Bitcoin switches that uh, switches that that energy from uncollected economic energy into a useful, shareable economic currency energy, which is Bitcoin. Basically, it takes that energy from the network of nature and puts that value into the network of currency. Never been able to be done like this before because of Bitcoin. So all the Elon Musks and all of the let's go hug a plucking tree people. You can all kiss an ass now. Because Michael Saylor, mind you, this guy's a billionaire. You don't think he had this idea and said, you know what? I don't want to make a shit ton of money. So I'm not going to build a few of these. I guarantee this guy's flying to Africa, flying to the middle of nowhere, South America, looking for volcanoes and waterfalls and anything that generates any type of heat or electricity or or aqua, you know, uh, and he's going to buy up that land and he's going to plop a, uh, a turbine energy producing plant there and he's going to put some uh, some mobile mining trailers and buildings there and then Michael Saylor is not going to be buying Bitcoin as much well he will be but he'll be making it he'll 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 adopt the McDonald's structure, which McDonald's years ago realized, hey, you know what would be cheaper on us? If we had our own cows. So McDonald's got into the cow business and now they produce their own meat. Over in India, over in India right? Huh? It was over in India they got into the cows, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys aren't going to eat those, are you? <laughs> no. And so Michael Saylor, MIT graduate, by the way, he's thinking, why am I buying all these Bitcoin when I can make my own? You, you don't think more and more billionaires are going to hop on this little bus? Right. Why am I buying Bitcoin when I can make my own? Now, mind you, he'll still buy it. 
But micro strategies, oh, I think they're going to branch off into some other, you know, mining facilities. And that's, that's the type of mindset that, that we need. We need that, that what's next mindset. You know, I mean, think about it, Patrick, if you had the money, would you go out and purchase a piece of land out in the middle of nowhere that really right now has no value really to anyone because it's not really around humans? And would you put a power plant there and mine the Bitcoin if it basically made your mining cost over a five-year period almost nothing? It would be the, it would be the smart move. Yes. Yes. I would. I mean, yeah, and there's a number of places to do it. So, um, yeah, why not? Sweden has Sweden has um, probably I think they're number eight on the list internationally for the number of uh, mining operations that are run out of there, and they have the capacity, and I know that they're doing it, is tapping into the geothermal energy. So, hey, uh, you you people on Rumble, give me some Rumbles here. And how many people are watching on Rumble? I don't know. I can't. I cannot tell. I I don't know why Rumble won't show me how many people are watching. Uh, oh well, it's it's okay. There's four hundred and thirty-seven people. Give me some rumbles, people. You know, I don't even know what the hell a rumble does. Do you know what a rumble does? Is well, that like? Yeah, that's what it was when I was in school. It was, oh, yeah. I like you so much. Let's rumble. It's right. <laughs> oh, God, you are so old. I can imagine you with like slicked back hair, like a 1957 Chevy, you know, souped up with flames on it. I'm picturing, uh, uh, what was that movie with John Travolta and, uh, and that blonde gal, Grease. Oh, no. Oh, yes, stop. I'm picturing stop. you. Stop this. Black yes. no. Brother no. Jack. No, no. Your no. porno stash. That was before my time. That was that was 10 years before my time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were, you keep saying yeah. that. Well, it's the truth. I, I, I'd admit it if it was me. It wasn't me. No, that's true. So, mm -hmm. all right. I've, um, I talked with my New York guy last night. 
Nothing's changed. Did you know over the last 28 days that 90,000 Bitcoin have been purchased by the 100 top wealthiest Bitcoin wallets? Look it up. Absolutely. So the whole time that I was telling you guys that the whales are just buying more. Oh, yeah. They bought 90,000 90, Bitcoin in the last 28 days. You talk about buying the dip. They, they backed up the truck and bought the dip. I mean, anybody that doesn't understand that, that the code of Bitcoin, do you know the inflation rate of the Bitcoin after the next halving will be significantly lower than any other currency in the world? I mean, like, Legitskis, I think it will only, I think they'll only produce like 450 freaking Bitcoin a day after the next having that, that is nuts. And then after the next having, it's like a hundred twenty-five a day. So if you hodl your Bitcoin for the next eight years, crikey, you're gonna own some of the most scarce assets. If you own one Bitcoin right now, within the next 25 years, think about this. If you own one freaking Bitcoin right now, that in 25 years, miners will be scraping together and fighting each other to earn one of the five friggin' Bitcoin that are mined every day. Think about that. If you own one actual Bitcoin, that in 25 years, there will be major multi-billion dollar corporations that will be fighting to get a fraction of a Bitcoin in one day. Anybody want to buy Bitcoin? Um, it, and it is, think how rich Michael Saylor is going to be. He's beyond filthy rich already. He's got 17,000 Bitcoin. No, no, no. No, he has more than that. 
Yes. That was the last counting. Huh? Personally, last counting was at 17,000 Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Personally, yeah. But his company's got like oh, yeah. 90, 90, 94,000, I think. And if you notice, every month he's buying more. His company is a lean, mean machine. Their monthly revenue is into the hundreds of millions of dollars. You know how many employees they got? They got like, I think like 250. And, and most of them work remote now. And he's, he's actually getting rid of like office space and all this other, he's making it even more lean. Commercial real estate is dead. Ain't that the truth, brother. Pretty soon it's all gonna be apartments. Old malls will be apartments. Old, um, old office buildings will be apartments. It's, this is, a, this is the beginning of the shift into this new world of, of, and Pat, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't take idea. Are we about to hit a deflationary housing situation? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that bubble is going to be huge. That bubble is going to be huge. It's kind of funny. I mean, you sit here and you're dealing with the bullshit down in Florida where they're telling you, you know, you're going to have at least a two-year wait. Well, <clears throat> when those chickens come home to roost, they're not going to find enough people to buy the property that they're going to be foreclosing on. Is this rental the rent forgiveness thing and and mortgage forgiveness is somebody's holding that note somebody's holding that friggin note it, it just doesn't go away um and, and there's no uh, there's no cfo there's no treasurer who's going to allow that income stream to go unaccounted for at some point it's going to have to be paid for yep Oh, and uh, hit like and subscribe if you're watching now. If you're over on Rumble, subscribe now because I'm trying to get my numbers up on Rumble. I'm uh, I like this Rumble platform. It's uh, uh oh, oh, and X uh, the the interview I did with X22 report should be out on Saturday, and. I'm going over to the Westwood 2020, 2021 meet, meetup over in Illinois out on his, his property tomorrow. Clint Westwood will be there. Uh, Litecoin Lease is going to be there, I think. And it's not that far from me, so I'm going to drive over for the day, hang out, have a few beers and drive right back home. I find so, that hard to believe. Well, I may have more than a few beers. I mean, I, I think I'm going to take wine with me. 
Plus, it's Friday. Hey, Patrick, what are you doing for lunch? We're going to the gym. All right, well, is there like a bar near there? I know there's actually, a little Mexican restaurant. Actually, yes, it's right next door. It's the, oh. the Mexican restaurant is right next door. And I'll just you and I got history at that Mexican oh, restaurant. <laughs> you have history. You have history. I literally drink. I'm a responsible drinker. I drank so much margaritas at that Mexican restaurant that I slept out in the parking lot. Patrick's like, have a good night, buddy. So I stayed, I stayed behind. I finished my dinner. I finished my margarita. I finished his margarita. <laughs> then I went outside and woke him up and he was, uh, he wasn't able to drive just then. He had to wait a little while. So no, I had to wait a while. I needed some coffee. Yeah. I needed some energy shots. By the way, I highly recommend these. They they work magnificent whenever you've been drinking and you just want to squeeze in a couple more margaritas. <laughs> well, I did the same. I took my wife to that same place and she ended up with the same situation. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't be bringing people there. That's what uh, see, it's your fault, Patrick. Well, sure, sure. Me? It's my fault that I can't hold your liquor. That's exactly. Right. It, it's your fault that I can't hold my liquor. Yes. I blame you. As you should. I always blame an Irishman for your inability to hold your liquor. That's right. Hey, the, the I... The Irish have been blamed for a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I figure, why stop? Why not? Why not? Let's throw one more thing on the pile. Yeah. It's just one more thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm used to it. It's all right. You know, um, I, I wonder why that is. Why are the Irish always like anything goes wrong and everyone's like, yeah, it was Ireland. And you guys are just sitting there drinking a Guinness. Like, yeah. What? yeah. The fuck? The hell do we do? You know, <laughs> we're all too drunk to fuck up that bad. That's right. They say that's why God created whiskey, was to keep the Irish under control. Oh, oh I Because I've known several Irish uh, families. They they're either drinking or they're fighting. That's that's pretty well their mo. <laughs> it's a gift. Yeah, it keeps on giving. It's perfect. So, um, oh okay. All right, we're actually going to wrap up this show and jump over to Patreon. I don't know if Patrick's going to jump over to Patreon. I have laptops. I have laptops. All right, speaking of laptops, if you're getting into cryptos or you're already in cryptos, I pinky swear you guys need to really consider getting a crypto-only personally set-up laptop from 
Calix Solutions. There's a QR code up here on the screen. And you can also call or text Patrick at 702-845-8276. And he'll walk you through the process. Patrick, what is the process from the beginning to the end? So people know these aren't just laptops that we repackage and ship right back out. Sure. Walk them through the the process here. Sure. Um, well, uh, once you um, let us know that you want a laptop um, and we have a phone conversation because we need to be able to identify exactly what it is that you want, um, what exchanges, what wallets, what master nodes we're going to include in this build out. Um, we create a work order, we send that to you. Um, having identified whether you want a PC or a Mac, um, that determines pricing. Um, and um, at that point, we send a work order to you for your review. Once you approve it, we send you an invoice that you can pay online. Um, once that's paid, we start to build out, usually get it in about seven to 10 days. Um, now there's a Zoom call that happens on the back end that helps you get your laptop set up in terms of wallets, uh, opening and establishing your wallets, um, making sure your exchanges are functioning properly and any master nodes um, that you have your cryptocurrencies in hand for, like Divi, if you want to get a copy a copper node, node going, um, we are assuming that you have the 100,000 Divi in hand. Um, and then what we'll end up doing is help you move that 100,000 into the Divi wallet and uh, deploy your master node. Um, so you're up and running at that point. Um, he, I've heard from many, many people that one of the reasons they love our laptops is we don't just ship them a laptop and go, have a nice day. <laughs> that we have employees who actually walk them through the unwrapping of the laptop and help them set up their Coinbase, whatever else, and get it moved over to the laptop so that you're no longer exposed on your old laptop and you transfer everything to your your new, fresh, you know, never been corrupted by uh, Amazon, you know, laptop, never been molested, shall we say. Um, I, there's another point here, and I want to make this one um, oh, yeah. exceedingly clear, and that is um, when we send you these laptops, we include two pieces of software, two links um, that are essential. Um, for your protection. One of them has to do with Proton Mail. Um, we have a link there so you can open up a Proton Mail account. Proton Mail is an encrypted mail service. Um, it's not, it's, it is light years ahead of uh, Gmail or Yahoo or Hotmail or AOL. Um, you don't want to maintain an ancient, um, well used email account on any of those services, you want to open up a brand new one. 
because what you end up doing if you bring that old account onto this laptop is you drag every email, every piece of correspondence that you had with friends, family, salesmen, um, any malware that might be hiding or lurking inside of your spam box or inside of the trash um, comes across a new laptop and you don't want to do that. So we have you open up a Proton Mail account specifically for the purposes of corresponding on this laptop and this laptop alone. So the other piece of software is uh, an account, a, a tax reporting piece of software. I know none of us want to do this, but um, in order to keep your cryptos and your assets, your assets, I strongly recommend that you comply with the IRS wishes and make payment on your taxes. This piece of software helps you calculate what uh, what your profits and what your losses are. Yes, we give you the software, whether or not you use it is up to you. If you want the IRS knowing about your cryptos, software is there. If you don't, whatever, right. Right. not our business. But the key is keeping your crypto safe. That's the key. And that's why people love these laptops. There we go. All right, everybody. All right, everybody have a great day. We're heading over to Patreon. If, or I am, I don't know about Patrick, we'll see yet. Uh, There's a link under, oh, there it is. Yep, over on Rumble. It's the very first link, the Bitcoin bin Patreon. Click that link, head over. It's Friday, folks, and I'm wearing my pink banana shirt. And I got some ranting to do, a little political ranting to do. So, see you guys there. Bye-bye. Adios. Love you, Patrick. Love you, Ben.